Good morning. I'm Michelle Silva, and thank you so much for joining me. It is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. I'm sure you've been hearing that here in Knoxville, or in East Tennessee, rather. We are blessed to have so many groups, organizations, charities, call them what you will, to help out victims of domestic violence. One of them is a ministry called A Hand Up for Women, and I had the privilege this week to see their new place and visit with the executive director, Eva Pierce. Wow, this place is gorgeous. It is. It is. After 11 years in a church renting somebody else's space, we grew up and decided we needed our own place. And through a series of miracles and lots of hard work, we now have this beautiful home where we have classes and offices and residential space all under one roof. I've known you for several years, Eva. For people who aren't familiar with A Hand Up for Women, can you explain what your organization does? We assist, walk alongside women from all backgrounds. Uh, The only requirement is being over 18 and ready to change your life. And what we do is we do a year-long series of classes in life management, career readiness, and spiritual development. And then they are paired with a trained mentor uh, who is their cheerleader and accountability partner. And then we just become a part, uh, they become a part of a family here like most of them have never had before. And we're with them for the long haul. We have graduates that are still in relationship with us after 15 to 16 years. How many graduates over the years? Around 100. I was just thinking that I need to get the exact figure, (laughs) but next year we'll celebrate 20 years of doing this. So, you know, it's kind of when they start piling up, it's hard to keep track, but right at 100 and probably... Oh, Lord, four or five hundred that we've served for some length of time. That's all because of you, Eva. Uh, not hardly. <laughs> not hardly. I'm just the head cat herder. That's my, that's my title. No, I have about 75 volunteers and an incredible staff and um, a board that um, whatever crazy dream I, I have in mind, they're right behind it, and they're right there doing the work, which is um, rare sometimes in a board of directors. Oh, you've done such a fabulous job, and I've seen it grow over the years. Mm-hmm. Many years I have known you. And with it being Domestic Violence Awareness Month, I guess putting that you are one of the steps in Kind of, I guess, a partner when it comes to domestic violence? We are. um, It's strange that we're sitting sitting here doing this now because the current group that we have, and we have, um, let's see, not to load it, we have 13 women right now, and we have the highest percentage of women coming out of domestic violence uh, situations that we've ever had. And the degree of violence is it, it's startling. Uh, things have gotten bad, and well, things have gotten worse progressively. Um, I'm sure that drug addiction, alcohol addiction, all of that plays in. But I call us the best next step. And sometimes that is, okay, they've gotten out of the relationship. I refer folks to the Family Justice Center 
to kind of get those needs met. And then we're the next best step because one of our ladies told me the other day, she said, okay, I know how to recover, be that addiction or abuse. She said, you all are teaching me how to live. And that's the best description I've ever heard. And explain that part of it to us, Eva. When your whole identity for so long has been a victim, if you've been just trying to survive from one day to the next, you're always waiting for the other shoe to drop. You can't plan past the next hour, so you don't know how to dream. You don't know who you are. You don't know what you're capable of. And so they come here And we say, okay, let's acknowledge, we'll acknowledge what brought you here and the things that you've come through because your first accomplishment is living through it. But let's close the door on that and let's move forward and look toward who you are from this point forward. Let's dream a little. Let's do some assessments and see what you love and see what you're good at. Let's teach you how not to get into another abusive relationship. Let's teach you how to be strong on your own, and that way your picker is a lot more accurate if you know what you're worth and you know how what you were created to be. A lot of what we do is teach them who God created them to be in the first place before all the junk got in the way. And what are some of these women doing, some of the graduates? What are they doing today? Oh, my heavens. I am so proud of these women. Your old workplace, WBR, just did a great piece on one of our graduates last week. Her name was Crystal Brown. And when I interviewed Crystal, this would have been back in to, let's see, 2010, I asked her, I said, where do you see yourself in five years if you do this program and if you don't do this program? She said, I just want to drive a dump truck. I thought, okay, that's not the (laughs) usual answer. But what she didn't know was we have a great relationship with the public service department at Knoxville City. And this girl, she grabbed onto everything we offered. She never, if she had to miss class, if she was sick, she she just hated it. And like, I need my homework. So today, (laughs) she is driving dump trucks for the city of Knoxville. Um, Her grandparents, who had disowned her in the middle of her addiction, um, after she came here and started getting her life together, she took care of both of them in their last days and they left her their their home. So she lives in their home now. So that went from, you can't be on our property, to here is our home for you. And that's just one. That's just one example. Eva, you mentioned the offerings through a hand up for women. What is the process? A victim of, say, domestic violence right. may reach out to the, the police or the mm-hmm. family justice center. Right. And then what happens? When... <clears throat> When either they refer them to us or they hear about us, that's one good thing. We've been around long enough now to where we have graduates out there going, hey, I know where you can go. And so whatever avenue they refer, either for themselves or come through referral, um, they do an application and then we make a, a appointment for them to come talk to me. And the most important part of my job is talking with them, figuring out if they're 
at the right place in their life for us, um, if they're a good fit, because it's not easy to graduate this program. Uh, we require a 90% attendance and participation rate at with all the different things that we do. And again, they have to be ready to get serious. So let's say the Family Justice Center refers someone, and here's this woman who has been systematically dismantled, basically, emotionally, physically, sometimes for a lifetime. I have a a woman that will graduate next month who her abuse started with her mother, and she is now 67 years old. She went from her mother to husband number one being abusive, husband number two being abusive. And so she will freely tell you that the first time she ever knew what she was worth was when she walked in this door almost a year ago. But anyway, so they come to us. I interview them. If if everything looks like a good fit, then they start into our classes, which are Tuesday, Thursday evening for two hours. And everybody sits down for supper before class. And that's where those new friendships form. Because my little saying is, if you want to change your life forever, new playground, new playmates. And they can accomplish both of those here. So they have supper together. We have class for two hours. Then throughout the course of the week, they'll spend some time with their mentor. And I don't, I don't match them right off the bat because I want to make sure I'm getting the match right. Um, but it's neat how God has sent us mentors with backgrounds very similar to a lot of our women, but they're on the other side and they are like, hey, I did this, so can you. And they're right there along with them. Now, the whole dealing with someone out of abuse, out of domestic violence, um, we also put measures in place to make sure that they feel safe while they're here. Uh, We have camera systems and security systems, and um, we just want, sometimes this is their first safe place they've been for a long time. And you mentioned classes and yeah. courses. What what types? Well, <clears throat> let's see. Under the life management category, uh, it can be practical things like financial management. We uh, all need that. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> uh, looking toward buying a home one day. It can be looking, making peace with your past, making peace with what brought you here. Uh, relationships. We do one class that's all kinds of relationships, and how you can look back and see the patterns that landed you in those relationships, not just romantic, but parental and sibling, all the whole nine yards, um, and how to make better choices, how to um, how to reunite with you know, a lot of apology and understanding if that's appropriate, and sometimes how to just call it for what it is and forgive, which that's another another big class we do, is what forgiveness really is. has nothing to do with that person. It's not saying what you did to me was right. It's saying I'm not going to drag that around for the rest of my life and let it affect me anymore. So that's some of the, yeah, that's some of the life management, the career readiness, <clears throat> excuse me, the career readiness you know, typical things like resume development, interviewing skills, all that. But we dig deeper, like 
what does an employee of integrity look like? We bring uh, employers in to basically answer those questions for them. And a lot of times our women will assume, well, okay, I don't have a bachelor's degree. I don't have a great work history, so I can't get a career kind of job. And these employers come in and say, no, that's not always true. And here's how my company might give you that chance. Because I always want to have employers that are willing to give our women a chance because you know, I don't want them just to have a job. I want them to have a career that's satisfying, provides for them and their family, something that they enjoy. Um, so that's some of the career development. And then the spiritual development, you know, yes, everything we do has a faith base uh, because we know personally You can have all the skills in the world, but eventually something's going to happen to knock your feet out from under you. And if you don't have something to hang on to when that happens, you know, you may go back to those old habits. And so uh, everything we do is faith-based, but we're not heavy-handed. We don't have any requirement. Um, We just live out our faith in front of the ladies, and he does the rest. Talking with Eva, Hand Up for Women here in Knoxville, and more than 100 graduates, 100 mm-hmm. uh, young women who have gone through the program here, successful, back on their feet, yep. careers. Yes, and I've, and we've seen a lot of women come in here that haven't had custody of their children or relationship with their children in years, and they are reunited with those children. Um, we've seen women come, like I said, the, we've got the biggest percentage of, of folks coming out of domestic violence than we ever have. And to see them realize that they don't have to settle for that and to, um, lay out for them the patterns of basically how they've been not just abused physically, emotionally, sexually, but that the pathology of it all and that it's it has no socioeconomic barrier. And you know, we've had women come in this program who dropped out of school in the sixth grade. We've had master's degree level folks. Um, we've had folks that grew up in generational poverty, and we've had folks that um, had way more zeros behind their their checking accounts than mine does. Um, but abuse and violence shows, it, it shows up in every family, in every relationship. And soon you're going to even be able to help even more women because you're expanding. Yes, that's, that's our big goal for the foreseeable future. Hopefully it won't be too terribly long. We're looking at beginning a capital campaign because we're basically busting at the seams here at Duncan House. Um, and it's called Duncan House because the Duncan family is who we bought the house from. And uh, God bless them. They, had, they said, well, uh, we think that our house might be where Hand Up for Women should be. We're downsizing because we only have four kids left in the house. <laughs> only four. They raised nine. Wow. Yeah. Um, but Duncan House, is the walls are closing in because we've got 
uh, 13 women in the classes, and we right now we can house three, but we'd like to be able to do a whole lot more than that. And then to take the women who have lived here and have completed their schooling or who have paid down all their debt and are able to move on, uh, you know, the American dream, owning your own home, having your own space, not lining a landlord's pocket for the rest of their lives. Um, so we want to be able to buy or build a property to do that, as well as expanding Duncan House itself. And how can our listeners or our community help at this time? Wow, we've got so much coming up right now. Uh, Fundraising-wise, we have an online auction uh, that goes from October 21st through the 30th. Um, We've got a, a bass tournament coming up November 5th on Douglas Lake. And then our biggest fundraiser of the year is March 23rd. That's our gala. And it's a big year for a hand up for women. We will celebrate our 20th anniversary. I cannot believe that. Um, I celebrated my 20th anniversary as executive director of Hand Up for Women this year. And so our gala is going to be especially special because of that. I'm hoping to bring uh, some graduates back from all the years and have them give some updates on their lives and compare it to how they were when they first came. So that's going to be a lot of fun. And for more on the gala and all the fundraising you can find out on our website, which is ahandupforwomen.org. And we are always in need of volunteers, specifically right now, because we have more women, we need more mentors. And mentor packs such a, a loaded definition. You're not the swami on the mountaintop that has all the answers. What these women need is a girlfriend, a good friend. Think of the last time you had something occur in your life, good or bad, and the first person as women that we usually want to call is that best friend. Well, these women have never had that. It's somebody that's consistent, somebody that can guide them, somebody that can advise them and celebrate with them. We do those trainings um, sort of on an as-needed basis. Hopefully we'll be able to do another one before the year's out. Um, you can Our, our, um, our website is loaded with information. Then we have a Facebook page. I think that's fun because you get to see pictures of all the crazy stuff that goes on around here. I left that part out. We have a whole heck of a lot of fun around here. Um, you get a bunch of women under the same roof. It's one one big hen party. And, and I tell the ladies, you know, it's not that I'm anti-man. I'm anti-sorry man. So we want to do away with those in their lives. But... Um, in fact, we, we do have some male instructors even because, you know, talking about domestic violence, you know, men are are not to be trusted in these women's eyes and rightfully so. So, you know, we have male instructors that come in and sadly, a lot of times that's the first healthy, respectful, grown up man that they've ever met. So... um We've got a lot of needs. You know, if you want to volunteer or donate somewhere where you know that your effort or your money isn't wasted, we're your folks. 
a handupforwomen.org. That's us. Very special thanks to Eva Pierce, Executive Director.